Good evening. It's Monday, which means it's time for Enterprise at 8. That's right. This is Live Long and Podcast Star Trek Enterprise Rewatch Series. It's been, hmm, I don't know. Kevin, how long has it been? 20 years? 20 years? Oh my God. Two people have said it. 20 years since tonight's episode first aired, uh, which is the council. Uh, but, you know, we're just getting started here at Enterprise at 8. I'm Jody Simpson. Along with me is my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, and all that. Adam Woodward. Hello, Jody and Anything Kevin and Dave. I haven't introduced them yet. You can't just say hello to them right now. Well, we don't exist there. yet. They're there. They're not here yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, but I almost always talk before I'm introduced. It's true, but it doesn't matter. Uh, who cares? Uh, I didn't even write intros for everybody anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but of course, joining us is Live Long and Podcast. Awesome, massive content creator producer the man the myth the other legend he is actually the legend i am the legend uh of the zindi here to bring down all the council things and as the insectoids would say i said it better myself you don't want to know no you don't want to know all right i think that was really bad 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 mojo there, but anyway. Uh, and of course, who could forget the man who never shuts up during an intro, Kevin Millard. <laughs> I, I thought after those two intros, you were going to go, and also Kevin. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> no, I might do that next week, though. Uh, I just got lazy today. And on top of that, this episode doesn't have very good quotes in it. Um, which I, mean, I, I just played one of the best ones from the insect. That really was one of the best ones. And it was incomprehensible. And don't, so. forget, and don't forget the aquatics. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were saying the same thing that those whales were saying to Scotty. Uh, but anyway, there'd be whales here, I think they were saying. There'd be, there'd be whales whale. here. There'd be whales, yeah. <laughs> anyway, tonight's episode is The Council. This is the 73rd episode of the series. And the description of this is Archer confronts the Zindi Council. It's, it's pretty, pretty spot it. on. Uh, <laughs> there's much to say past that. Well, don't uh, forget about the side mission with Mayweather, Reed, and uh, to Paul, and yeah. some random Mako who dies. On Crave, the description, I can't remember it word for word, but it, it focuses solely on this side mission. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? They're like, the real story is the mission. The real story is the B, the B plot that clearly should have been the A plot, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway. But, and then uh, Arch is talking to some some counsel but that's not the point as, as you can tell i didn't really like this episode that much but you know what what are your thoughts guys you you didn't like this episode is that what you said yeah, i didn't like it that much huh what what was uh your issue with it i don't have any issue i i mean the i thought it was a necessary me, but... it, it was a necessary uh um uh, episode we had to do this episode it's true we did yeah and i'm not sure if it could have been done better yeah okay i guess maybe i'm just being hard on it it wasn't i i don't know i just didn't enjoy it that much um which usually enterprise i enjoy most of it so i don't know well, let's maybe i'm just having maybe i'm having a funky day i don't know love the rito shirt there adam um getting ready for some lower decks yeah um i think this is a good episode largely i think that the storyline with the paul and reed and mayweather slows the episode down mostly 
I don't think I think it's 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 not a terrible B plot. It's just kind of like every time we went over to that, I was like kind of uh, I thought it was just like it was distracting and it was sort of like not really the point. It like whatever they did there or didn't do there didn't seem to matter too much. Uh maybe I'm not like maybe there's something in a future episode they're setting up, but um I was just like let's I was more about Archer, the council stuff going on with Hoshi and all that. And uh and there's a couple moments here with like flocks and, and mm-hmm. trip that are okay and stuff, but uh, and I don't even think the stuff with Reed is all that bad. It's just like, hey, young Marine boy, you want to come on a mission? You know how to you know how to fight with the EV suit on? He's like, Oh, yes, sir, I do. And then he's like, All right, come on. And then he gets killed, and then Reed feels sad, you know. Yeah, because none of them have ever played Zelda and they don't know you have to shoot the eye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Simple. Duh. Duh. Yeah, uh, we get more with the sphere builders in this episode, or the guardians, as the Zindi call them, which I think. Yeah, are... which I'm. I don't like that. They're, they're an interesting antagonist. I, I think in some ways, but I uh, the antagonism. But it, it's the. I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just in a funk today. I don't know. You're in a funk. You're a funk. You're uh, with the funky bunch. Marky Maybe. Mark. <laughs> um. All right. Nice well, try, Dave. Nice try. You guys uh, want to go through the screenshots? And the, see the, 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 I, I actually, aside from the B story, which I thought was pretty weak, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, it slowed, it just slowed things down. This is peak Star Trek. This is great. This episode, we're getting, we're getting way more about the Zindi. Like, I love those little details, like the fucking aquatics changed to sonar for past tense. Like what? <laughs> Come on, we yeah. finally get um Hoshi doing something useful, that's important. true, and Her they job. could have done this through the whole no, the, season. The, yeah, the thing, the thing that she's really there for yeah. in these last couple of episodes. Also, they start, they we get more of like the, the political um landscape of the Zindi and more about the the avians i feel like with only two episodes left in this season again enterprises i love this episode but they are going to leave me wanting like better like but right. this episode fantastic i watched it twice i loved it hmm. wow. there you go right i i think i might be the lowest uh on the poll here uh so we'll see what happens i guess you you can't defy the council man you will not <laughs> defy this council <laughs> listen the endur the endorian mining consortium will not stand for this <laughs> yeah they run from no one no one we run from no one dave <laughs> all right let's run through it so the episode starts off in kind of a funky way jody with all yeah. of these uh these sphere builders these the uh, smooth um almost changeling looking people <laughs> or are they just the wormhole aliens are we, yeah, maybe. Are we encountered a uh an orb yeah maybe they're talking about time sort of, i have profit now no okay no just checking <laughs> yeah so um, oh yeah wrong show never mind they're all i don't know it's kind of it was kind of interesting how they were kind of like moving through the camera shots to start off and like kind of going from one to one but they're just like the humans are getting closer and we got to stop them and our plans are getting thwarted and that's kind of like what this teaser kind of is and then this last leader of the sphere builder lady she's just like oh we're gonna get them 
It's, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, uh, we'll show that. What do you, you, you think of that costume? The costume? It looks like the Borg Queen a little bit. Yes, it does. It's very. I think they're the, like, these are like the 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 ones they didn't choose for next. You feel like the rejects from like the the <laughs> concepts. They had these lying around, maybe. I agree uh, with them being rejects for the Borg. Yeah, yeah right. they wouldn't be too suitable. Like having those little kind of floral arrangements on there, I don't think that yeah. would be great for the Borg. Yeah. Yeah. So the teaser, like on Memory Alpha, they described this teaser as the, the Sphere Builders convene and discuss the timelines. The female Sphere Builder is confident that the Zindi weapon will be deployed soon, but the others seemed a diminished number of timelines which favor that. They decide to take more effort. That's how this ends. They got all that out of this? Yeah. Wow. They decide, like, what they were like, we don't really care. The Zindi are doing all our dirty work. Okay, maybe we have to get involved here. And that's kind of what this episode also is. Um, the one thing this, I do like is how they're portrayed, though, because they're not visually, they're not a very threatening looking alien, right? Like, they're not, they're not that threatening. Like, you no. know, you, all, you have, like, you know, for instance, Klingons are very menacing looking. You know, you have, you know, Romulans very menacing as well and, and stuff like that. And then you have the Sphere Builders who you're like, they're basically Play Doh people. And yeah, but like, I, right. Hmm. I think that they're meant to be the manipulators, right? They get the Zindi yeah. to come after us for them, you know, and so they get all the bad people to do things. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, like they're not like the Klingons in that way. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I thought it was interesting. And then we pick up with Enterprise after the credits uh, alongside Dagger's ship uh, to get the title card of the episode. To Paul talking to Flocks about more of her issues and uh, with they the didn't trillion. finish this scene. No, no, it just kind of abruptly stopped. Eh? Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah trip comes trip, in. Trip, the, trip walks the, in. The story, the storiest <laughs> of uh, Enterprise, according to Kevin. Everything abruptly ends. <laughs> yeah, and she she says, "I I have a headache," or "I had a headache," and he goes, "I don't th I didn't think Vulcans had headaches," uh, which I wasn't I didn't know that. But you see, subtly she gets like flustered, which yeah, she wasn't playing that before. It's really good. Yeah. She's really good. But it shows one huge flaw in this medical bay is the fact that it's not private. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's true. No I never really thought of that. There's no like even private. Like room they have they, they they have the curtains. Yeah, they got the curtains, curtains in previous episodes, privacy curtains. But... That's like yeah, but in this case they're having a conversation about her mental stability. Yeah, and this and... guy just walks in. Yep. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, man, you can give me a can you help me neck?" You think you'd have curts. to at least be buzzed in or something like. You know, yeah, but... nope. It's just walk in. It's like a walking clinic. Um, anyway, yeah, and so uh is this where Trip mentions he's can't wait for Degra to be gone or something like that? I think he also makes makes a mention of that. He's... I, I think that that Flox also tells him if you know Degra's really trying for us. You know, right. He goes, Tell me, tell that to my sister or tell that to the seven million. I had seen this episode before, but as, as this episode was kind of winding down, I was like, oh, yeah, this makes sense that this is the episode Degra dies because they have yeah. to wrap this up with Trip. You know, and he has to be changed by Degra. This, this so. is one story. And Kevin, I'm going to ask you, like, like this storyline of Trip and his anger is just it seems to be going long, you know, and I'm yeah, I, I like it. I, I would have liked it to have been over a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, but I also not... like how they progressed Degra as well because Degra, oh, when sure. we first met Degra, it's like, wow, this guy's a douche. And then it's <laughs> like, as, as things moved on, you're like, wow, this guy could actually be the one person who could actually save this. Right. Like, you know, so it kind of, it's, you know, full time. How you balance the good deeds and the bad deeds. But yes, uh, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's change, there's progress. So we'll, we'll find a way. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So anyway, he gives them the, the introduction, and then I don't know. There's just kind of this moment here with Flocks after this conversation, because I think like Tripoli's that would like tell that to the seven million people on Earth who are dead, right? And so that's kind of Flocks' reaction there. They come to the command center. Uh, question, by the way, do we ever get this command center in season four? Or is it like only a season three thing? The command center. I don't remember. Right, I don't we'll actually find out in three weeks. Season four. It's been a long time since I've seen season four. So honestly, I don't remember. I, I hope so. I, I'd like to see more of it. It's, it's good use. Yeah, it's like this room where they show people things um, on screens, and they've uh, got the big screen. The big screen. The big screen. It's kind yeah, of a, 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 a movie room. Instead <laughs> of having the command nook at the back of the the bridge. The bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Here. Uh, yeah, so this is where they're setting up the side mission here with um, with that ultimately to Paul and Reed and Trip will go or not Trip Reed and to Paul and Mayweather will go on uh, with the Mako. Uh, they have to go into the sphere and do something or something. What like what was the purpose of this I, mission? Getting a data core, I think. Yeah, yeah they're trying I, to get I don't know. a piece I was of something. Barely paying attention to that part of it, like it, it wasn't interesting. I, no, I'm with you on for, that part. Totally you know, forgettable. So. But they have to they have to explain what that mission is. So this is kind of what this scene is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Degra's like, okay, good luck. But it's also kind of like he's looking at the sphere, and then it's kind of like it ties into the next scene because, uh, oh, well, actually, it doesn't tie into the next. The next scene is Reed recruiting the Mako. I'm sorry. Uh, he's like, hey, Mako boy, if you I hear you got be- some good training on you. Have you been in an EVE suit before? Got lots of hours. He's like, oh yes, sir. I'm good. He's like, well, you better suit up. We're going out. Get up your gear. He's like, okay, you know. And, and I don't think we've seen this makeup before, have we? No, I don't think so. I think, like I think a- this episode actually we see more people <laughs> of the crew than we've seen in some time. Yeah, you know. I know Mayweather has shit to do. Hoshi yeah, has Hoshi. shit to do. Right. We got a Mako doing something. Like- dying, dying. <laughs> it would have been interesting if hey, they, at least like, he's there. Yeah. Like, why not use True. Major Hayes or why not use Daniel Day Kim here or somebody like one of the other or the lady Mako we, who was uh, getting it on with Trip earlier on, you know, like there's lots of um, uh, Makos they've, we've been introduced to, but they give us a brand new one in this episode. Yeah, because they want to kill him. That's what they always did on original <laughs> series, too. You get a brand new you you look at the away team, the brand new guy gonna Dead. die. <laughs> especially if he doesn't have a name yeah. um but if he does have a name probably not probably gonna die anyway anyway so th- they head down in the shuttle so this is setting up the mission and then here back on Degra's ship we got uh this zindi primate guy who you know Degra just told him hey send everything over to enterprise or something and then all of a sudden the sphere builder appears in Degra's ship and you know Degra has to send his uh subordinate away here and uh then you know Degra starts getting into the conversation with the sphere builder, who's kind of like this abusive parent character sort of thing. I think their whole race is <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but she's—I guess she's like the leader of the sphere builders. She, yeah, she's uh, she's mommy dearest, right? You know, and we see that she's kind of phasing in now. She's not really there, but she is. I don't know. And so uh, she's talking to Degra. Oh, Degra, you were our best guy. You helped us like build that weapon that killed seven million humans. What's up? You're about to go down in history. You were about to be the best Zindi guy ever, and now you're su- yeah. you suck. You know, was kind of her what, point. And he what I really mad. like about this scene, though, is it it shows that he's not afraid of her. Like they're not dangerous. Right. Yeah. These these guardians. He's he's not afraid of her being on his ship and just admitting everything. Right. Yeah. 
And we're told that they were raised uh, to revere the sphere builders or guardians or whatever we want to call them. Um, that like they're the, the, you know, from the time he was a child. Right. So uh, yeah. there, there was definitely this connection here. It's like you find out Santa Claus is evil. Sorry. Or whatever, you know, um, maybe not Santa Claus, Jesus. Or I don't know. It's like reading Chris Murphy's last post there. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did he post? You can read it yourself there. Okay. Uh, I missed that. I'm going to have to have a look. Is that like a, uh, all right? But yeah. Anyway, so he comes back to Enterprise. He's like, "This is what we're up against." He, like you got you got you like, like, hey Archer, you've totally ruined this for me, Adam. Now I have to look. No, I have to look. What did he put? <laughs> anyway. uh, was was this the... just in Facebook or no? In the in the comments. Oh, it was oh. about the hot mess. No, no. Craven the Hunter. What are you looking at, Jesus? I'm not sure what he's looking at. <laughs> I don't like, know where you're at. I know. I, know. I yeah. All right. Anyway, we're 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 getting derailed here. I guess I'm derailed. I'm definitely derailed. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Those are tiny. Oh, that's the from the Hold Up podcast. Our uh, our fellow <laughs> podcast in the United Federation of Podcasts. Those are tiny vaginas on their cheeks, and I can't. Oh, on the Zindi cheeks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I don't know what vaginas you're looking at, but all right, let's move. Thank okay, you very much. Chris Murphy's gonna try to <laughs> something with those phases. Santa, uh, <laughs> the Aboreals have seventies uh, vaginas. Oh my god, that's a lot. That's in the upkeep. <laughs> oh no, that's too funny. All right, Jody, help us get back on track here. Uh, I don't know if I can. <laughs> Edward and Archer, they're talking. Yeah, yeah, they're talking, they're talking about how uh, Zindi and the humans were working together in the future. I think that's kind of what was discussed. Yeah, and he says something like, you know, I've seen the future or something, and I've, you know, I, I've seen Zindi work alongside, you know, I saw Zindi work alongside or something no, like that. No, they were that members of the crew. They were members, yeah, of, they were members of the crews, of yeah. 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 Right. That's a future worth fighting for is kind of what this conversation is. Yes, yeah, that's what he says, yeah. yeah. But also talk about how the council is going to be a tough one, that the that the others in here are not going to necessarily go along. And then there's this walk to, I guess, the transporter room or somewhere, wherever, the, like the shuttle bay, uh, with Degra and Archer, where they're kind of talking about all the, Zin, the different species, kind of reminding us that there are more than one species. Uh, the Arboreals, they're, they're friendly. Well, they're... we've seen five, but one of them is extinct. So there's a six, right? There was a six, but no longer. Yeah, which was um, the Avery ones, right? Yeah, which we see a skull of in this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah so then, uh, and we kind of like you know we see the repairs in the Enterprise going on as this kind of walk and talk goes on. Then we talk about the aquatics. That this one aquatic council member, she's the like head of a of a royal family that's um, that's got a lot of uh, sway, status, but, yeah. indecisive. But indecisive. The, the the aquatics take a long time to make a, a decision, which the they're the opposite of the insectoids who are very quick to make a decision. Well, that's because uh, they're like goldfish; they keep forgetting things. Yeah, it might also have to be Probably the fact. Like, we, did we find out like the Zindi insectoids only live like ten years or something like that, or twelve years? Like they're not very old when they die, so their lives are a lot shorter. So they they're a little bit quicker. Um, I get the impression the aquatics maybe are longer lived and therefore don't need to make decisions as quickly. Imagine being in the writer's room when they're like, we're going to introduce a new alien species and they're going to have six subsets. And uh, yeah, we're going to have to animate them all and uh, stuff like that. Like, imagine, yeah, like, well, they did, a, they did a good job. I mean, they animated two and then, you know, the other three are practical effects. Right. Right. Uh, but it's like, imagine being like a showrunner on that, like trying to pitch that to somebody and like, they're like, oh, wow, you just like quadrupled the budget. Like, just by doing that, you know. Yeah, so. but 
the, again, like being the early 2000s, I think that the, the reptilians look, sorry, the insectoids look great. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I'm not, I'm not dissing yeah. it. I'm just saying, you know, normally when you introduce, you know, a, an alien species, you introduce oh. an alien species that might have like, yeah, a human genders or three genders yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Whereas like here, they bit literally, you know, they went five far. at once. They went pretty you know, far here. I think they. Yeah. I think that if they were doing this now, they could even take this further. Like, like this concept, like yeah, it made it a great... more interesting. But but <clears throat> when they opened the scene with with uh, um, what's his name, Dol- um, uh, yeah, Commander Dolum here, when he's in the he's getting you know the sunlights on him. Yeah, yeah, that's coming up right here. Yeah, like I thought that like again that makeup is great or that oh, just yeah. oh, fantastic yeah. Right, and the reptilians have been like the antagonist, like among the Zindis, like they're the the, the bad of the bad, right? Like, and the insectoids yeah. aren't great either. But, yeah, and this uh, guy in particular, you like we have that in that previous scene, he's explaining, Degra's explaining how he there's a rumor that he killed his son grandson. because he had a deformity. Oh, grandson, yeah, right? yeah he had a deformity on his arm or something. Couldn't like be that? in the military. Yeah. He wouldn't yeah, be in the military. Yeah. Military, right? Yeah. So, and then and and Degra says he's 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 not a pleasant guy. I don't really like dealing with him. You know, uh, you know, yeah. the best day, but 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 I I I'm thinking that you know there 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 there's what he's describing is a level of um value on on life within the within the cast or the the races, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, and even though the Zindi alliance has lasted for decades, we're told like these five species are very different from each other. Um, and so there's all so that. But anyway, they're, 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 this report here in this scene where where uh, Dalem is under like the heat labs, he, he finds out that the that Zindi reptilian ship he sent to hunt down Degra a while back was been destroyed. So that that, that plot line, yeah, comes which up happened a couple episode. episodes ago, didn't it? Right. Yeah. Right, which Degra and the Arboreal decided they had to do. Like, look uh, at that face, man! Just like that's incredible. Good makeup. Looks yeah, really so, well. yeah. So like, and Dollum's like, find out why who destroyed it. Like this actor who plays Dollum was amazing. Like he's been good. Scott all season. McDonald. Scott McDonald, but he's he, in this episode in particular. I think he's super strong. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so so there's like this convoy with Enterprise and the the Aquatics and the Arboreals and the Primates. Uh, and they're approaching, and then they they call up Dahl. I'm like, hey, we're coming in. He's like, what do you want? He's like, we're bringing the Earth ship. He's like, why? They're like, if you don't get out of our way, we're totally blowing you up. And he's like, well, this seems harsh. Um, I'll see you in the council chambers, Degra. <laughs> you know, and you have to explain yourself, you know. Um, I liked your reenactment, Dave. That was really well done. Right. Well, Good job. with it. Anyway, and then we so so they so they have to let Enterprise and the convoy come through. Meanwhile, we go over to uh, I was a little pump. surprised that, like, how fast that scene happened. There was not a lot of arguing. I mean, there wasn't just, the, the normal tension, yeah, yeah, just well, yeah. there was. I mean, he does say you're outnumbered and outgunned, like what you know what? Do? For me, right? though, this really showed that Degra he's a real leader, you know, he doesn't care, he's not, he's not. Uh, he doesn't back down to Dalem. He doesn't back down mm-hmm. to anybody. He just he thinks he does what he thinks is right. He, yeah, he's trying to fix his mistakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're coming in, but then we 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 catch up with the shuttle pod team, Mayweather and Reed and T'Pol and the Mako, and then they go to the sphere cloaking field. Uh, and then they start heading towards the sphere. Meanwhile, we have to cut back over here, back to Enterprise. And uh, uh, Archer's leaving the ship. He's leaving Tripping Command. Keep the seat warm for me. And he uh, takes uh, Hoshi Why? with him. And he's not going to sit in it. 
<laughs> Not even sure why they they should have just made like a little like sitting bench thing for him. Do you remember that episode when they had to fix the chair? And yeah. it was like. Yeah, like oh, yeah. the, the, the easy days of Enterprise when they had not much to do. Right. And they just should have taken it away. Remember when Mayweather used to fix <laughs> transporters? Like, it, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Look how uh, far we've come. So they, they start heading. So Hoshi and um, Degra and Archer, they start heading down to the council, to the planet with the council. And then the clouds clear. And we see that this was the Zindi avian, like, I don't know place like it's like 400 years old. It's um, the, the, the it's been reclaimed as the Zindi um, council place. You know, sort so. of looked like the uh, planet uh, from Strange New Worlds last week. Yeah, not not all that different. Yeah, or like bit, even yeah. some Star Wars planets I've seen kind of have this kind of vibe. Um, anyway, so then they head in, and then I don't know. I think Archer and T'Pol, or not T'Pol, Hoshi. Uh, start uh, talking about how nervous they are. The principal's office, passing notes and stuff, keeps coming up in dialogue. Um, Dave was like, get the hell out of my way, reptilian scum. I, he doesn't say that, but um, it's kind of like, it's a, a little bit tense here. And then we come to the council chamber where we see like the aquatics and we see the insectoids and they're, you know, it's so do the like aquatics this... just live in the council chamber? Like, how do they move them around? Well, they have ships. They have ships, yeah. Yep. So they beamed in, presumably. They must be docking or something. Yeah. 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 Um, well, just just any kind of ship that has to fly around with that much water in it, I'm sure it would have its own challenges. But um, not to mention just the weight uh, it would add to the ship. Um, it's fine. You just have to make some sort of weird plexiglass stuff. Right. Exactly. Anyway, so then Archer shows up at the council, and uh, I love the reptilian. He's just like, uh, "You've brought humans. You brought humans into this chamber. Explain yourself." If you expect them to leave here alive. <laughs> if you expect them to leave here alive. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they're all listening. Archer's like, I don't want to be here anywhere. You guys are a bunch of dicks who killed 7 million people. You know, I'm not too thrilled. But I have evidence. And we're going to, your sphere builders are the bad guys. The insectoids don't want to hear it. They're, you know. That's insectoid for the guardians have never lied to us. Um. He's like, oh, they have. You How very... do they know? Like, anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, the guard, yeah, the guardians helped them at some the Zindi at some point, and uh, or a few times at least, and so they're very loyal. They're kind of um... yeah. The insectoids don't seem to have a lot of depth of thought. No, no, no. But they can run spaceships. That's, pro and, that's probably on purpose, though. Yeah, the aquatics and um, universal space... translator. That's that's it. There it goes. Yeah. Yeah, they, so they give Hoshi quite a bit to do in the scene. She, she's based, because the Zindi we know don't need to uh, translate her to understand each other. No. They can understand each other, um, but they. But it's I guess it's for us and for Archer's benefit. Uh, there, she's she's translating everything. Um, you know, and he's got like Archer's kind of going at Degra, not Degra, uh, Dolom and the Aquatic. He's going at everybody. Honestly, he's going at everybody. Yeah. yeah, you know, trying to get try to reach them, but this Dolom guy is pretty stubborn. Uh, he doesn't want to listen to Archer, you know, and, and Degra's pleading and, uh, you know, the Zindi, they don't they don't have it. You reek of desperation. Yeah. They're like, let's just blow up Earth and get on with it, you know, and kill all these guys and get going. So, yeah. And so and, and the Zindi are like willing to like walk away or the reptilians are willing to walk away from the council. Um, where is that? I, I think I did pull that as a clip. It just shows their disrespect. 
Yeah, uh, this council, there's no reason to exist. If this council will not defend its people, then it has no reason to exist. So then Degra said, come on, man. His come voice back. is fantastic, eh? Yeah, he's a good, good voice. Uh, and then and then he starts fighting with the with the insectoid to protect Degra, and then the insectoid grabs Archer and throws him down on the, the table. And he's like, and then he insults him. He's like, you don't want to know. Um, and so it's not going so well in this early meeting. There's doesn't there's, appear so. There's fighting. There's there's insults. Might need a recess. Might need a recess <laughs> to come around. Meanwhile, we head back to the shuttle. Our our team in the shuttle as they're heading towards the sphere. Um, and they're like, there's an exhaust port there, but they can't see it. You know, Paul's just like, trust me. And she basically has them fly right at the a wall. I was hoping for a trench run myself, but I like this. I like the idea that she's just <laughs> fucking with Reed. Like she could have just said it's a hologram, but she right. doesn't. She's like, fly into that wall. <laughs> she's just just do idea. it. Yeah. And he's like, what? We had a pussy Reed. Just get in there. This yeah. is a baller move. She is just asserting her dominance over yeah. Reed. Yeah, like, but, but again, just so you know, Reed, why, I'm in charge. Why does he question it? Like he, you know, she's yeah. the superior officer on board. Like clearly, she knows what she's doing. She's not. She's not die either. Like, yeah, yeah. Adam, I, if you're in a car with your wife and your wife says just drive through that damn wall, no. you're not going to do it. Yeah, it's true. I, I wouldn't. Regardless of the fact that we know she's running the joint, she well, is running the joint, but she's not a good driver. Remember yeah. that oh, she, she's got these new emotions she's dealing it's with. It's a good thing none I, of our family watched. I think she does this on purpose to mess with Reed, you know, in a very unvulcan way. So um, <laughs> good honor. I yeah, anyway. asserting her dominance. She's like, if I order you to fly into a wall, you're gonna fucking do it. Yeah, he's like, well, you could have told me, you know. He kind of he he gets a after after they do it, but, but he's they, not even flying the ship. It's Mayweather, no. yeah. right? Yeah. Well, Mayweather didn't That's question a good things. Point. Yeah, he got she a little, knows he Mayweather's going to do what he's told. Yeah, they did. Reed and he is did. just like every episode, just another way to like get under my skin. I don't. Like <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And the worst thing is, like, I, I I'm not a big fan of. I wasn't a fan of Dominic Keating until I started listening to the podcast that they do. Uh, but like he he's a nice guy in real life. He's just his character is just terrible in the he's show. Awful. He's awful. Just, they don't awful. they don't know enough moments to make us like him, right? So when yeah, he acts like yeah. You know, but it started fun. way back in that, that episode. In first pineapple season cake. Where... Pineapple nope. cake. Yeah. Well, yeah, that... when I found out he likes pineapple cake. That was it for me. I'm, I'm more yeah. thinking of the one where him and Trip were stuck on the shuttle, lost in space. You know, that was uh, that was like his most endearing moment. That was uh, actually probably one of his but he got drunk. Nobody's taking our bourbon. Well, that was bu- got a kid bum. Her bum. A bum. A bum. A bum. That was that's a permanent on the uh, soundboard. I got it. I got it when we need it. Um, Anyway, so they're heading around. They're trying to get into this uh, sphere builder or sphere thing, and so they got to get the the EV suits out, which they I guess they pull out of this bench, and then they pull out they they put on from there. Um, Meanwhile, back to the Zindi, and uh, they're you know Degra and Rick Worthy and like the Boreal. They're kind of licking their wounds after that meeting and kind of talking about how bad it went and how the council's tearing itself apart. and but what did they like, expect? What did they expect? They just they just threatened the reptilian reptiles reptilian guys with uh, like blowing the ship up as they're right. trying to get to the council meeting. You know, it's well, not going to go well. The arboreal says, "I think it went pretty good." You know, <laughs> yeah, we like, we've been we've been torn apart before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "This is we'll get it's it's just 
It's it, fine. This is just the fine, but the uh, yeah. this is just the process. Dagger and the other guy—they're not so convinced. Yeah. Um, and then we see this uh, Zindi uh, reptilian or avian—I'm sorry—avian um, yeah. skull, uh, which the arboreal describes here, which I pulled in a, a clip. The aliens, once they darkened the skies of Zindis with their numbers, we formed the council to prevent other Zindis from sharing their fate. So they darkened the skies of Zindis. There were so many of them flying around. I would have loved to have seen that or if they had incorporated that into the season, like a, yeah, the bird people. We, did we hear about the bird people at all previously? No. Yep. No, we did? Uh, yes. I think I, I don't remember. Maybe they mentioned that there used to be another one at some point coming into so, this. Yeah. 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 For some uh, strange reason, I was surprised by this. But. Uh, what when now or like like, like when they're but at least we them. know why there's a council like when, now we understand yeah. why right well that we know that there was a civil war with the with the avians or not the zindi i'm sorry um long ago and that yeah came. we know there was a civil war so well, and, that's part of it and their planet was destroyed and um i guess the avians were destroyed in that war right is that what we're led to believe um that was kind of what i, I was guess. thinking from. i i don't know I, I would like to see one of them though Oh, there you uh, go. It kind of yeah. gave me a flashback or something. That would have been fun. Keep it in your pants, sister. I'm not trying to steal your bird man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That one I didn't expect. <laughs> it was good, that, was, that was Lord X, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Lord X. It's Peanut Hamper. Peanut uh, Hamper. <laughs> in the greatest <laughs> episode of Lord X ever. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not going to go that far, but anyway. Well, it was not bad, you know. I'm stranded with a bunch of hillbilly birds on a planet that's never even been first contacted. <laughs> Throw that out there. Bird people. Um, this is one so, going to be one of those episodes that takes us forever to talk about. No, we're this, almost there. We're almost, we're almost there. there. The spirit <laughs> builder, she shows up and she's like, hey, reptilians, this is not going well for us in the council. We're being doubted, you know. Uh and Dalem tries to say, "No, no, no! I, uh, it's not going well." She's like, "Yeah, the aquatics are doubting us. You're, you're, you're losing control." You, you know, uh, she's. He's like, "Well, what? I think is it the the lieutenant who's like, why don't you just tell, show them your greatness or whatever?" And, um, she's like, "Shut up, kid." So, so again, <laughs> up, you know, Degra clearly doesn't give these guys any deference, like the, the you know, the guardians, and this the Dalem is, you know, almost bowing to them. Like, yes. It's a very different relationship between Dalim and them and Degra and them. Yes. Yes. And, and the reptilian, the insectoids, rather, they seem to also have this kind of devotion towards them. Right. So, um, you know, that's it's fair enough. Yeah. This is the guy who says, like, but, uh, you know, maybe you can just show your own evidence or something, you know, like he like. So we're seeing that all, not all the reptilians are are devout, but Dalim is like the leader guy. So, yeah. um you know, and she's like, "Well, maybe you should stop asking questions." And then she disappears. And then uh, uh, Dalem uh, totally trues this guy out, um, where he's like, "I will kill you. Your skin will be the bow of my ship." You know, yeah. if, you ever if you ever question the guardians again, your skin will adorn the bow of the ship. Yeah. Don't you be questioning the guardians. Um. Come over here, and then we're going to Sick Bay and Enterprise, where they're looking at the Sphere Builder guy that they found many episodes ago, and they're going to give this technology, this medical data to Degra, so he can do his hologram thing, which we'll see in the next scene in the Council. But first, we need Trip's help again. Trip and Degra got to work together, you know. So hey, 
why don't you go figure it out? And they're kind of walking along and uh, Trip's like, yo, you do me a favor. Don't try to get on my good side. And he's like, listen, man, I'm trying to save your entire planet here. You got to stop being a, you know, I get that you'll never like me or whatever, but, you know, we can we just try to move on? It was and a good speech. It was a good speech, you know. Seven million people died again, guys. So, you know, I got to get it also from Trip's perspective, but. Yeah, but Trip also knows how integrated exactly. he is, though, and he's trying to stop more of it. So you would think that Trip yeah. at this point would just kind of put it aside and be done with it. But yeah, we're 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 past the seven million now. We're on the like the nine billion. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he, I, and I think Trip logically knows that, but he can't let go of sort of the, his personal connection to it, you know, because it affected his hometown and his sister and others, right? So yeah, um, you know, it's more personal to him. Um, but it's a good scene. I like it. And uh, and then oh, back on the sphere, we got uh, the you know the, all of them in their EV suits here, kind of going along. Um, and this is, I think, this is yeah, Mayweather's back in the pod, kind of monitoring their progress, looking they're at they're the, here doing something. We they're all doing again. We don't even know what they're doing, like or why we care, you know. But apparently, it, it matters so much because they built. They have it. to get the thing that's in the middle of the. They thing. get this thing in the middle, and whatever is inside of it, it's always in the and middle. Shoot, it's never on one side. Shoot the other thing in the eye and get yeah. it. <laughs> right. So they're going along, and then we see Simple the thing logic. comes out. The little now, the, now, if it's glowing and it's red, what do you do? Run away. Shoot it or you run away. You know, there's only one way. Red is um, bad. Red is always it, bad. Mayweather detects it. He's like, you better get out of there. They don't see anything right away. You know? And then we come again. Like, I hate the friggin' like, just give us the whole story. And with, this like, gets back to the pacing thing that I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, this is the pacing. Now we're yeah, back with Degra and we're back with The Archer. pacing's all over the place because we go from a story that's kind of fast to a story that's slow to a story that's fast again <laughs> to a story that's slow. <laughs> right. Like, I, I, I don't disagree. Um, it's like having a belt, and this is now I'm going to age myself, but you know the belts in the in the cassette players when you're playing a tape and it would eventually get bad and it'd be like... That's basically how the pacing of this episode is. <laughs> right. Um, we head into the Zindi Council here for the next session. Uh, this is where she's like, I got in trouble. I got a sense of principal's office for passing notes, which apparently still happens in the 22nd century um or text messages maybe would be a, a more of a apt uh description i don't know but, my kid my kid is allowed to have her phone in class i don't know would you like to pass a note apparently no, they just text <laughs> each in other. 2003 they they didn't have it that's yeah. true no. true there are no rules in school anymore i wasn't in school in 2003 <laughs> no so. chewing gum or anything is that still a rule uh, I, I don't think so probably yeah. not. there seems to be no rules yeah okay. that's good fun <laughs> by me Give them their diploma, send them in the world. Yeah. <laughs> then there'll be rules. Um, anyway, so they're they're back into the council and an archer's given this little next little speech, and he's he's a little little theatrics here. He beams in the uh the sphere builder hologram thing, and oh the council is quite stirred up with this, you know, as they, they look at it. Um, this is part of the evidence, and this is also because the, the he says that the aquatics don't like the spoken word they're suspicious of the spoken word so visuals are going to go over quite a lot greater in convincing them so if you show them uh something but the, you know more the insectoids great, great more fleshing out these species in this episode which is great i bet you yeah. it's all we get yeah mm, yeah probably <laughs> right 
so so this whole thing that the, that the sphere builders are bad guys and you know whatever else and, and and the reptilians pretend like oh we're kind of into this like keep talking hey he fooled me too i thought yeah. he was gonna flip yeah <laughs> yeah he, he's good but uh yeah so they're going along here back to the sphere uh to paul has to get whatever she's doing and uh and then mayweather says hey you better get out of there there's a four six five four six five thing coming at you right really fast that's what it says on that radar there they're like we don't that's the worst kind you don't want those four six fives coming at you bud it was now it says four three five four three five i don't know well um anyway so there it is it finally catches up to them and the mako guy is like this is my moment this is why they brought me i'm here to fight the big robot arm no you're Uh, here to die and he doesn't know to shoot it in the eye Classic. I'm saying it's glowing red in the middle. <laughs> this yeah, is it, this is like this is like Zelda 101. It grabs him. Uh, uh retries a little bit. He just like, tries to shoot it here, but it's the eyes blocked now, guys. And it's gone. gone. <laughs> yeah, it vaporizes him. Uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a great counter. <laughs> Maybe we should go. I think it's what she was thinking. So, uh, yeah, who's gonna tell the captain we lost another one? Yeah, and they have to get out of there quick because this thing's coming at them still. Uh, their their rifles don't seem to be doing much to it at all, and they get up on this catwalk and they're running along. And just when it's about to get read, uh, they the the shuttle pod shows up and shoots it, and its weapons seem more formidable, so it's able to take it out here and get them back in. I have a hard time believing Move, he saves the day. Mayweather saved the day, man. He's the he came in on the horse, you know. He he saved it. Um yeah, and then back to the council. Or no, back to Enterprise. Uh engineering, they're still doing repairs. The Degra and the other guys show up and they're like looks like we did it we're, the weapons being we're voting the weapon down we convinced the aquatics all's right we did it guys we're doing good we're gonna we can we can rest easy we're not going to destroy your planet and so it seems like the mission's gone down and even trip gives degra some do here he's like you know we couldn't have done without you so i guess you guys are all right you are all right degra yeah he's like thanks man and so back to the Zindi chamber. Oh no! Well, I guess it's Dagger later on. He's looking at the schematics of Enterprise here, you know, and helping them repair. I guess. Um, and then this is I the murder. All of this. This Here's murder Greta. scene yeah. with uh, Dalem cool, Degra. Dalem shows up to like talk to him. He talks about the Zindi avians, how he he's disgusted by them because they failed. Failure. They're failures. <laughs> he doesn't. Or he doesn't like the little things like I'd prefer to be on the ground. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't like it here. Reptilians don't like this place. Well, know? it sounded like they have they had some pretty good numbers though. If they could make the sky black, oh yeah, well, oh yeah, they're gone. Well, they're gone. Yeah. Um, and so at first, like Dalem's being kind of nice to Dagger, saying like, you know, uh, whatever. He's like, you know, you you helped these humans, like you did help your fellow Zindi. And then he I really like it when Dave does the voice. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it, it's fantastic. It's good. Yeah. You, yeah. I, ref- I refuse to listen to any more of this. Was that Dave? Was that the actor? I don't know. I refuse to listen to any more of this. <laughs> That's amazing. If I go back to 2003. I would have thrown my audition tape in. Um, but I, yeah. I think we need to do an episode of this for radio theater now. 
just so we can get you to do the voice. Uh, <laughs> sure, maybe we will. Uh, Ke- Kevin, uh, how did you feel about the the murder here of Degra? Were you sad to see this guy go? A little, yeah, but it it was good scene. Oh, the what he says to him is fucking yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm gonna find your family and I'm gonna kill them too when all yeah. this is done. Your your tra- traitorous bloodline will end at the tip of my blade. <laughs> <laughs> why, did, why did I pull that as a clip? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's a good. So one. this is where I I was a little upset with Degra. Like, why would you put yourself in the position of being alone with this guy? Yeah, when you, you know, know he's he's you a bad know it's gonna. Well, come. I think yeah. it comes to the fact that we kind of saw. A, Degra was kind of getting a bit cocky with everybody, like to the point where he was like, he wasn't fearing anything at this point. Like he was very empowered, I guess. Uh, but I think that was the whole point was to kind of show that he really wasn't in the power that he thought he was. So at least that's yeah. how I got it. But there you go. And then he's dead. But back in the in sick bay, we got Flocks feeding his starfish or whatever Something. that is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trip comes in and uh, he's like, "Hey, you want to get a new night snack?" He's like, "You yes, know what? I, do. I think there actually are exam rooms. It's just all his animals are in them." <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Part zoo. That might be why. Yeah. Part doctor. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, are you losing weight, man?" Uh, he's like, "Thanks for noticing." Well, how are you doing it? He's like, "Yeah, I put a, a tapeworm inside." You have a worm inside you. It's perfectly harmless. <laughs> I hardly notice it at all. How are you going to get it out? I insert a standard V-probe into my... No, 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 no. Never mind. <laughs> well, it's a mind. simple procedure. I'm sure it is, Doc. I just want to lose my appetite. Yeah. Great, great scene. I love how Flox just, like, doesn't even phase him when he says stuff like that. Like, it's just, it's great. He's so pleased with himself, too. Oh, you noticed? That's great. <laughs> It's like, I am looking a bit trimmer today due to my tapeworm. All I took is a tapeworm. (laughs) I I put there on purpose. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, speaking of worms, there's the dog. Have you seen? And then, you know, the hiss with that. That was great. Right after. They're like, Degger's dead. Oh, by the way, (laughs) Flox has a tapeworm. You will die by the, and all your family will die by the tip of the sword. Oh, Oh, now here's the tapeworm scene. Oh, by the way, Archer, wake up! And then he gets the call from the other Zindi guy, and he's like, "Degra's dead." You know, um, we got we got a problem here. The, the reptilians were just trying, were just uh, fooling us. So, yeah, it's kind of like it's like this weird kind of jokey moment in the middle of a lot of serious stuff. Yeah, it's good too. Like he's tears in his eyes. Like you can see the emotion. In yeah. The oh yeah. De- he's like Degra. Yeah. We've lost Degra, who you know was one of yeah. their greatest leaders, right? You know, you're you're led to believe so, and minds. So. See you never, Degra. Uh, <laughs> and then back on the shuttle pod, this is where Trip is, or sorry, Reed is all sad about oh. the Mako. You know, oh. uh, we're getting too comfortable here. Maybe we're getting a bit too comfortable with losing people. You don't have to freak out because you can't either open or close or place that fucking suitcase. <laughs> I don't know what he was trying to do with it, but he yeah. sucked at it. And now he's lashing out again. I, I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> he is a petulant fucking child. How is British he in accent. charge of anything? Anything. <laughs> Give me haze and fucking put this guy off the ship. I'm with you. Let's do it. He. Yes. Everything <laughs> you just said. 
<laughs> and then T'Pol's like, hey, listen, man, Vulcan Axiom. There's a Vulcan Axiom. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Or the one, and then she kicks him out the fucking airlock. Yeah, she's like, yeah, the kid understood that. And he's like, well, it doesn't make it easier. And she's like, yeah, but it's what we had to do. You know, what do you what do you want? What do you want me to tell you here? So it doesn't it's not acceptable because he's talking 20 percent, you know, um, losses are acceptable in any military scenario. You know, well, they're, uh, they're up to 25 percent now. Yeah. He's like, we're past that now. We're past that 20 percent, you know, so but well, might as well keep going. They're in but, a possible earth shattering mission right they're gonna lose people but he's also the they're weapons the guy like if anybody should get this it's him yeah yeah but he's the one she's having to tell him this you know and i think mayweather's at the front going geez man i know just this imagine story. how much more happy kevin would be if he did stay with that mine on this hall like yes you know, yeah life would be different that romulan mine episode yeah. Just yeah. fucking blow him and his piss pants up. Like just <laughs> All right. get rid of this guy. So so then we had Kevin doesn't this. go on a tirade very often. So this is this is very deep it. to him. This is when they, they you know when they should have taken a lesson from like the newer shows and killed somebody on the bridge crew right away, and it should have been him. Yeah. I'm with you. He should have been the Tasha Yar of this show. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That would have been my where is that black goo monster when you need him? <laughs> Armis, the skin Armis. of evil. Armis, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so amuse got, me back in the Zindi council. Uh, Dalam's like, Oh, you better believe I killed Degra, and I'm proud of it, you know. Uh, and their boreals are not too happy, and of course, the uh, the primates are not too happy either. Um, and uh, you know, so they're all kind of going at it, and the council is getting all angry. And then we see here the reptilians and the ancestors, we were acting on behalf of all the Zindi, you know. The aquatics. We won't submit to intimid- uh, submit to intimidation. So it's kind of like they're they're split. Like there's three on one side, two on the other, and they're going different ways here. Uh, back on Enterprise, Archer's like, "Get ready for a fight, Trip," and he's like, "We're in no condition." He's like, "It doesn't matter. We're gonna have to figure it out." Um, and I think they talk about Dagger a little bit, maybe here. You um, broke my ship a whole bunch of times. What do you want yeah. me to do? So then they get the call and the weapon is launching. And then we see this this thing come out of the the the, the planet here and it launches out. This is kind of a cool sequence. Mm-hmm. It came out here, uh, flagged by all these insectoid ships that are coming along with it. Um and they're they're they're, they're the shuttle pods trying to get near them, and Archer's like, tell them to stay where they are. Well, come back. We gotta deal with this. So uh they're going along and yeah, like I think that's kind of I, I skipped here, and then this this battle happens while where like Enterprise and the primates, aquatics and arboreals are attacking, while the reptilians and insectoids are on the other side protecting this thing. <laughs> Big fight here in space. Enterprise, well, hold on. that's no moon. <laughs> yeah, it's no moon. It's a Death Star. You're right. It's a Death Star. <laughs> um, they actually did a Death Star in Star Trek. Yeah, going at it. There's fighting here, and then I think that the reptilian Dalem guy is just like, "Why don't we just attack the Earth ship? You know, we'll deal with we'll deal with the, the other Zindi after. Like, let's just go after them." And that's what they do. They start like targeting Enterprise more specifically, and it, they disable them. And they're like, "Get the female, get the the human female." And they beam uh, Hoshi out. Poor Hoshi. Uh, that was surprising. She finally was, has something to do, and then they take her away. 
if I recall, they want her because the, she can help break the codes because they still need uh, a third code to use the ah, weapon, okay. and they only have two codes. So yeah, they need all three. Yeah, and the fact to that figure out why they would want her, and the fact that that an archer actually bringing her into the council actually kind of exposed her abilities and whatever you know. So um, well, that just gives you a reason for Archer to be mad that she's gone. Right. right. And he so. is. He looks very distressed by He's this. like, I caused this. Yeah, we got the female. All right. You know, let's go <laughs> then. And uh they, every they time hit... he does that voice, it makes me giggle. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I will play this guy. I guarantee it. I, I um, want you to. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they, they take it into the, the void here or into like the, the cloaking field, and uh, you know, and, and Archer's just looking stunned. I've lost my Hoshi. She she's the one else to translate those aquatics for me. Um, <laughs> and the and, worst thing is I gave her that quarters that she wanted yeah. and I talked her into coming on this mission. Hey, listen, if you do this, this, uh, Star Trek radio theater and you got to give Kevin Reed. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he has to do it in like a cocky. Kevin, Kevin as Reed would be absolutely amazing. Uh, we do, I'd do we it do. too. I'll come up with something. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll do it. Murphy says, uh, tell us how you really feel. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> How about some fun facts, guys? All right, let's go. Fun facts with Adam. So, <clears throat> the skull of the avian is actually a skull of a juvenile giraffe. <laughs> That's not a bird at all. <laughs> Making them extinct was a clever way. <laughs> I was looking at this head, and I was like, that doesn't look like a bird head. It really looks like a giraffe. When they when I tell, like, go back to it, Dave, and you can see it. It's, it's very clear. Uh, making them extinct was a clever way of not having to depict this bird race on screen, which would have been both difficult and costly, oh, but yeah. also to illustrate the desperate state of the Zindi uh, civilization. Well done. Here it is. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, boom, boom, boom. And... Oh, we're bringing back up the skull. Oh, there we there go. That's a baby is. giraffe's head? Well, yeah. I'm guessing they've added things to it. Like what? I'm guessing the the beak part, because there's no way a giraffe would have that much of a beak on them. Maybe it broke off. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so this episode was nominated for an Emmy Award for Outstanding Special Visual Effects on the, uh, for a series, but lost out to Countdown. I don't remember Countdown. The like show. Countdown as in like the quiz show from Britain TV? Um, hmm, let me find out. Probably it not. Countdown? Oh, it was uh, actually another... Uh, Enterprise, Enterprise episode. episode, yeah, yep. Countdown, countdown, countdown. Have we got to that one yet? Have we done that one? We must have done it. No, I think it's the next one. It's the next one, yeah. Oh no, countdown is the next one, yeah. Oh, so, a lot, <laughs> so the next I'm one like, is better. That's then. really familiar, and it's like, oh yeah, because it's in my script. Duh. <laughs> yep. There you go. Uh, this is the first mention of the Vulcan axiom: the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. This is for to be repeated by Spock in, in Wrath of Khan, again in Search of Spock, and by M Spock's mother in The Voyage Home. There you go. Do you guys do you guys uh, believe in the axiom? Like, does it does it ring true for you? Because often, like Star Trek tries to tell us that the we the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. Sometimes. Well, they changed that in one of the sh in one of them as well because it it went to the needs of the one or the few outweigh uh, the needs of the or sorry the, no. Well, good. Well, Kirk, Kirk flipped it around, right? Because, you know, yes. you know, this... yeah. because he believed that saving Spock was more important than his career and, and, and like his ship and all these other things. Right. So, yeah. But I, I think with everything, it depends on the situation. 
Um, the names of the Do name of Dalim uh, Janar, who's the Zindi Arboreal, uh, sorry, Arboreal, uh, Kiafet um, Amansor, Zindi Aquatic, are revealed in this episode. The name of the main Zindi insectoid counselor is mentioned for being long and difficult to pronounce. Because they get uh, longer, the older they get, their names get longer. Yeah. The Zindi primate played by Tucker Smallwood never received an official name by the writers, so Smallwood half-jokingly came up with a name for Deepak after Deepak Cho Cho Chopra. So uh, the novelizations mm. gave his character a name, Malara, however. Why Deepak Chopra? Why would he? I, I, it didn't say. It didn't go <laughs> on. Like, yeah, give us that, but not enough. So right. he, he was likely a fan. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So Paul's words echo through uh, Spock in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, when she tells Reed about the Vulcan set. We already talked about that one. Scott McDonald has appeared in all of the Star Trek uh, television spinoffs. Uh, his most frequent Star Trek role was the Zindi Reptilian Commander, Commander Dolan, uh, during the third season of Enterprise. He has also played uh, the role He's of Tosk, Tosk yep, in Captive Pursuit, uh, Goran Agar in the Hippocratic Oath, Oath and Commander Nevik uh, in the face of the enemy, and Ensign Rollins. In he was character. great in that Hippocratic Oath episode, too. Uh, he's that he's that Jemadar that's like cured of the white or whatever. And yeah, like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, OK. Yeah, and like uh, that was a good episode. That's a yeah. great episode, yeah. Yeah. And then finally, this episode marks the deaths of Degra and uh, Corporal Hawkins, uh, which Lieutenant Ang Reed angrily notes to Kevin Chagrin. Uh, that Kirpohop is a 23rd crew member to die on in the expanse. So if they had 80 out there now down to 67, that's a significant loss. I was wrong, 50. guys. We we had he had been in four episodes or three other before this. So he wasn't just a new character that had been shown up for this episode. He was he's so not important, I don't even remember. He had been in three episodes we had watched. Wow. So we're down to 57 crew member. No, I mean that's, that's over a over uh, yeah. over a quarter. Yeah. yeah. It's non-acceptable losses, or are they? And they haven't, they haven't like grabbed anybody along the way, right? They haven't, you know, increased no. their no. No, they yeah. didn't neelix it up. Thank yeah. God. Is that all the fun facts? That, that, that's a, that's all the fun I've got tonight. All right. Well, that's well, a lot the fun, of fun of the facts. All right. Well, let's bring it into our ratings and get this going here, guys. Um, Jody, you're up first. The oh. council. So coming into this, I would say that I was probably around a six and a half. Uh, you will not defy this council. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, well, then I'm going to give it an eight then. Okay. He is acceptable of this. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to listen to any more of this. Adam. I have, I have a feeling that he's going to be on the soundboard permanently for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think he... <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Nate uh, along with Jody on this one. I liked it. As long as we listen to this human's lies. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's got a Dave's got one for everyone here. I'll give. Yeah. Um, I will give this episode a nine. I think it's pretty good. Actually, eight and a half because I don't like the the B line, but it, the other the, the, the main storyline is good enough that I go eight and a half. I am not going to let Reed. Take down my rating with his shitty storyline. <laughs> I love this episode. This is another 10. Wow. Your sympathy for these humans <laughs> has corrupted your judgment. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. 
I like that one. All right, we're averaging it at 8.6 uh, with R4 tonight. This is at 8.4 on IMDb uh, with one one fifteen hundred votes. Um, and was written by Manny Cotto, guys. Uh, oh, okay. We hadn't mentioned that yet. David Livingston directed. Um, I don't know if it's it's just Zindi stuff, more Zindi war. I don't Zindi know. Zindi stuff. I don't know if there's any specific character you would say that this focused no, on this episode. Maybe no. maybe Degra, if anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so next week's episode is The Countdown. Uh, with the help of some Zindi factions, the Enterprise crew attempts to stop the arming of the Zindi weapon. I, I maybe I I'm, am. I'm beginning to think so, Sam. I uh, I am this last half of not even half, like last six episodes. Bring back up the ratings again, together. Let's, let's have a look like, at this. Let's see where he is. Uh, this is great stuff. Kevin it's getting better and better for Kevin. Look at look at his ratings. So season one, six point six average. Season two, seven point one. Season three, seven point nine. This man is loving Enterprise. He's, he's like, there's been a big lift here in season three for Kevin. I would say yeah, oh, one two seem, two. that seems high to me. <laughs> it's an average, so you know you had highs and lows, right? You know there, what? So. I would doubt it, but Dave's math is always accurate. So. I I leave it to spreadsheets, guys. It's a spreadsheet. So, um, it's the power of Excel. So but, anyway, but, but we have uh, other powers, Dave. We do. We have we, other we have, podcasts. We, you have you have your magical producer hat on for many things. Many things. Uh, Here on we Live also Long have podcast. Some, uh, yeah, we start. have various we, characters as well. We have diff- very various podcasters doing all kinds of great Star Trek podcasts all the time. Oh God, uh, last night, our science division, uh, Adam Woodward, was joining them uh, along with Davin Skellhorn and Dave Pugsley or Pugsley, as he likes to be referred to, um, and uh, maybe not. Um, I always, <laughs> I, I, I just. I just I, I call him Pugsley, and then like Davin goes at me about pronunciation, and I'm like, I don't know, man. What do you? Davin want goes at everybody for everything. Yeah, and then uh, but anyway, they were on. Uh, Adam, you were on last night talking about the class L probes. You're talking about would the Vidians make good Federation members? How do people fit in the holodeck? You're muted. Can you even play? Can you really play a baseball game in the holodeck? You're muted. You, you're muted. You're self muted. I was talking about. Yeah, it was actually a hollow suite, not a deck. Um, anyway, it was a good conversation. I like talking about those things with those guys. It was a, a great night. Yeah, yeah, hour uh, I, I caught part of it. It was it, it seemed to be a pretty good a pretty good discussion. Yeah. And this Thursday, guys, we'll be talking about the next episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, uh, episode Ooh. two of season two coming up. It's called uh, Ad Astra Per Aspera. It's Latin, which apparently means from the stars difficulty or something like that. Um, I'm not let latin i know it's from uh, the stars but i don't know what the other part is yeah it said difficulty was like what was the translation but i think it's going to be the um the trial of number one will be the i think yeah focus will be this next one well they they need to get that sorted out quicker than 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 later i think anyway because like literally she barely was in the first episode yeah mind you mike was barely in the first episode true yeah Yeah. don't bully davin jody Gavin's a big boy. He can handle it. <laughs> you you clearly don't see our private chat. Yeah. Yeah. You should have. The bullying goes on. both ways. What were you guys so going you know. on about the other day? You were arguing about something. He was pissed off because for Father's Day, I put I put the little caption with all the different like Star okay. Trek dads. And one of them said, not not you, which was Worf, Worf. because Worf is a terrible father. 
Right. He is a terrible father, actually. Absolutely, but uh, Davin completely disagrees with that statement. So, uh, well, he can be a he can be a good character and not be good at father. absolutely. Yeah. So, like, it's they're not usually. I actually don't hate Worf nearly as much as Davin thinks I hate Worf, but it's a lot of fun to say I do. You could you could trash Worf in his honor, uh, which is all good. So, yeah, and that, that's the uh, live long and podcast scene right now. Uh, with our but various so podcasts, more. but there's so much more in this federation of podcasts, if you will. United Federation of Podcasts, like we got what do we got, guys? We got Eamon on Track, we got a music uh, podcast with Eamon Mater, talk about music albums. We got Hold Up, a movie podcast mm-hmm. with uh, Davin and Murphy, talk about three movies in different theme. Most recently, they did anime movies, yeah. uh, graphic history. Yeah, I think podcast. Kevin's, Kevin's on the next one, isn't he? I believe he is. Yes. For what is you, Kevin? Hold Up, are you going on? Yeah, we're talking about boats. Boats. Oh, yeah. What, what are the movies? Oh. Do you know? I uh, only Das Boot. That's the one I picked. Ah, I love that movie. You didn't pick Titanic? Great movie. No, I did das not. Yeah, that's got a boat. Great movie. I, I didn't want to watch it again. Okay. Fair I enough. watched it in the theater, and that's the only time I've ever seen <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it is m- me as well. And I still, and I think my ass still hurt from sitting in the chair for that one. Wherever you are. And I know. Now, now sing it, sing it as that Zindi. Yes, sing it as the Zindi. near, far, wherever you are. Now you, that is, that you is. have lost your perspective, Degra. <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Graphic History's Project. I'm Andre Mayette, interviewing all kinds of great people from entertainment, comic books, um, uh, movies, television, and some of our own United Federation podcasters, including uh, Michael Chan and others. Speaking of Michael Chan, he's got the uh, Hellbound podcast with Alex Blackburn every Wednesday, a horror themed podcast, audio only, uh, which you can check out uh, wherever you get your audio podcasts. And X Rated X Men, the animated review show with Davin and Andre on Tuesdays. They're going to be on tomorrow. I think they're doing an open. Mike Day or something like that. They're going to be talking, like allowing people to call in. I don't think I'll be able to make it this time, but uh, if anybody's free, make sure you chime in with the X-rated crew and Super Mater Brothers podcast. You know, movie or TV-focused podcast. Most recently, we were talking about the. Uh, the sometimes we do movies. We were. Okay, we you got to you got to do the line as uh, as uh, as is indie. Oh, we are brothers. I don't know. Nah, there you I'd, go. That was, I'd, have yeah. to, I'd have to focus it. Anyway, Survivor 44. Most recently, we talked about that whole season. Big Brother Canada 11. And we got Big Brother USA season 25 coming up in about a month or so. A little over a month, I think. So we'll be bringing that out in the near future. Um, Adam's so excited. No, he's not. He never no. is. No, he's never. He's never into the great social experiments that is reality TV. And the, 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 like the interesting... Um, interconnected relationships and the competitions, guys. But that's okay. There's something for everybody here in the United Federation of Podcasts. Indeed. Any any requests on our way out? Uh, uh, well, we have a bunch of comments here. Let's just see if there's anything. Oh, uh, Sa- Sam wants to know, because we're all fathers, uh, what we did for Father's Day. Um, you guys can go first. Nothing, really. I slept till 1.30 in the afternoon. My kids bought me a video game and I played that for a while. I went up to see my kids and I had a nice stack. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. So clearly, if anybody has won, it's probably him. All right. uh, I went to a movie by myself. Oh, what movie? I, had, I went to see The Flash. Oh, I'm sorry. It was all right. And then I had lunch by myself. Uh, and then I went home. And I, this, this sounds very sad. I'm sorry, Dave. Uh, it's okay. 
and that was about Eamon it. Was, Eamon was clearly not on track that day. No, I had, I said he want to come to the movie. I never heard of him. So. Ah, uh, that's unfortunate. But I took him to work today, so something. Oh, there you go. So right. let's well, let's get off of that show stopping uh, comment. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sam also says that he just got C- uh, Star Trek Voyager season one. We all collectively are very hurt for you. I hope you pay no way. very little. No way, Voyager out of the uh, out of all of that era, best first two seasons. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay, absolutely one hundred percent. Is it better than Enterprise's first two seasons? Yes, oh. everything is better than Enterprise's first two seasons. Well, you you think it's a you, you rated the second season on an six. average of almost eight. No, yeah, nah. the second season he gave seven point one was his average. For oh, seven point one was his average. Okay, yeah. sorry. So, uh, get, and there I, were I, a lot of a lot of twos and a lot of nines. Like, there's it's not much in the middle. Yeah, and, I don't uh, mind in Voyager more as much as some Star Trek fans. Voyager season one, I did not like at all. It almost what? made me not want to watch. They did. The they did totally take a shift in season three. Like, uh, oh, they went, well, they, every Star Trek series does really a he, lot. Most of them. He was lost in space, done again, and yeah, I didn't. I didn't yeah. like it, but I, yeah. I do. I don't mind it now. Who's more and more fun to pick at, Devin or Ted? Probably Devin, because Devin, Devin da, definitely. Uh, he he gives me a run for my money. That's what I like about him. Especially when you right. start singing with Michelle Nichols, you know, voice. Guys, I think we're gonna. Uh, we'll we'll leave you tonight. Let's let's, let's, let's leave now. <laughs> we'll leave you tonight. I'll play. Uh, uh, for, I gotta. I gotta. You know play what it. you're gonna play, Dave? Come on. I, I'm gonna play two things because oh, I, okay. I I feel like we need them again. We uh we we need this reptilian guy, of course. Uh, <laughs> but I think also this flocks thing at the end too. Let's go. All right. See you guys next time, everyone. Live long and podcast. Uh. I refuse to listen to any more of this. As long as we listen to this human's lies. You have a worm inside you? Perfectly <laughs> harmless. I hardly notice it at all. How are you going to get it out? I insert a standard V-probe into my... No, 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 no. <laughs> Never mind. That Focus is a fantastic... Procedure. I'm sure it is, Doc. I still want to lose my appetite. Fair enough. That See was like a seamless... <laughs>